Welcome to the More Than Models podcast. Your host is Andreas, the founder of modelmanagement.com. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boy. Welcome to More Than Models. In this podcast, I talk with models, influencers, photographers, directors, with managers of brands, advertising agencies, and model agencies. And we look behind the scenes of the world's fastest growing modeling platform, modelmanagement.com. My guests and I discuss a wide range of topics such as diversity, dealing with rejection, work-life balance, and how technology is changing this industry to become safer and more transparent. Each conversation is packed with insights into this amazing modeling world. And I hope you will enjoy this podcast as much as I enjoy making it. It sounds right, boy. Welcome to a new episode of More Than Models from modelmanagement.com. Today, my guest is Daniel Agudelo. He's from Colombia originally, from Medellin, and uh, lives in Barcelona right now. He's a professional photographer and a digital marketing expert. And he also is part of the modelmention.com team. So welcome, Daniel or Danny. <laughs> Danny, I think is better. Thank you very much, Andreas. I'm super happy to be here. So, so are we. I'm looking forward to all the stories you have to tell. Um, this is definitely very relevant for, for us and the podcast. First of all, because you're now part of modelmention.com, which is great. Um, but all your history, all your experience is relevant for our audience models, photographers, production companies, um, and we will, we will go a bit in back to the beginning of your, of your career. So you're from Colombia, from Medellin. I don't know, um, people who don't know Medellin, I think Colombia is, is known for certain things. <laughs> <laughs> um, why should we know Medellin? How, how big is it? What kind of city is it? Well, um, Colombia in general and, and my city especially is, is super beautiful, of course. Uh, what can I say? <laughs> it's, uh, I think right now people is starting to know my city for, for a lot of these uh, urban uh, music artists that we have. So, for example, J Balvin, Maluma, and, and some others that are just uh, doing very, very good in, in kind of cleaning the, the name of, of our city and our country. <laughs> cleaning. <laughs> kind of, yeah, because because uh, we were known for, for uh, some bad history guys that, that have made a lot of, of, of damage. The city of Medellin. Yeah, the city in general who, and, and who the country. Who was the bad guy in Medellin? Yeah, this one of the... Uh, the one who who is in this Netflix uh, series, I don't remember his name actually. Pablo Escobar. Uh, that one exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> from Medellin. Uh, he really? was. He was oh, from wow, okay. from Medellin, and everything started there with with this guy. So uh, now I'm happy that that this is changing a bit, and and people is starting to to know my city and my country for something different from music, at least. So this is this is great. Yeah, absolutely. To be honest, I mean, I know it because you're from Colombia, and we have other people from Colombia in the company. And I'm, I'm interested in Latin America, also because living in Spain, the connection to Latin America countries is, is better. But really knowing Medellin for me was when I, I started watching the series uh, Reina del Flow or the Queen <laughs> of Flow, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I don't know why I got engaged with it. It was very strange, but somehow, and I think because it was a lot about Medellin and, and uh, you feel like you know the city already. And it was a bit like what you said, it was a bit of drug uh, story, but also 
reggaeton is a music scene and the creative scene. I think that's a very creative city, right? Yeah, it is. And, and actually, it is becoming even, even more uh, these days because, um, I don't know, people is changing. A lot of these uh, bad ideas are, are, are starting to change also. So, yeah, I think in general, the city is, is a super nice place right now for entrepreneurship and, and this kind of things is, is becoming one of these um, super nice cities that, that are trying to, to improve this part and are supporting people. So I think it's, it's great. We are changing a lot. Yeah, I, I want to go. I didn't, but also I heard the climate is super nice. No, it's like all all year long. It's uh, I don't know, twenty twenty five degrees or more, yeah. or is this just a rumor? Um, our city uh, has different names. Of course, Medellin is is uh, the one people knows uh, the most, but we also are called the city of the eternal spring. Ah, the city okay. of, the sp of the eternal spring, La Ciudad de la Eterna Primavera. Ah, okay. And, so and this is because, exactly, we nice. always have a super nice weather, uh, 26 to 28, most of the year. Uh, we don't have seasons, so we are always uh, with super nice weather. Ah, okay, so you have a lot of, uh, of kids, I guess, because we say in Europe, uh, the babies <laughs> yeah. are mostly a product of a, of a springtime. <laughs> 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 yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's that's good. So so much about uh, geography in more than models podcast. Now we go to back to Daniel Agudelo, Danny, um, and his photographer career. Uh, it started in Medellin, right? Yeah, um, I, I started studying photography or, or to be interested in photography. I think it was in 2007, more or less, it started. When I was studying um, communication, I had uh, one of the subjects I was studying was photography. And and I, I was shocked of how this works and, and photography. I have always liked um, a lot the, the gadgets, technological gadgets and stuff. So I bought my first camera only for this uh, subject and, and it was great. I, I totally fall in love of photography, the things you can achieve. And um, then I decided to, to move uh, to photography 100%. Um, I wanted to become uh, a great photographer and I wanted to, to build a career around it. So um, I studied photography um, then I started to work as a photo assistant. I was working for, for one of the, I would say, the best photographers in, in my city. This guy had, I think he still has, a super big studio in my city and we were focused on, on commercial photography. So we were doing uh, motorcycles, we were doing jewelry, models, uh, yeah, bottles, and, and all this kind of photography that, that you usually see in magazines or on in billboards. So it was great. And, and I think that was my, my first experience with, with real commercial photography. So I don't know, I, I found it super interesting. Uh, it, was, it hooked me from, from the minute one. And I started learning a lot from, from a super expert guy that was teaching me how to light things, how to, how to actually um, create a business uh, in photography. What was his name? Uh, Carlos Arroyave. Carlos Arroyave. And, um, and I don't know, it, it was great. I, I learned a lot. This, is, uh, this guy is, is one of my mentors in, in photography, the one who introduced me in this, in this world. And this is how everything started for me in photography. Great, yeah, and you got quite far, but it's it's uh, it's good because I think in the, one of the last podcasts we talked about um, 
the career of modeling and, and that it's always important to see it as something you have to invest first, invest in, in time, sometimes money, but mainly in time and 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 learn. It's not like you, you start in the first day, you do great photography and then you can sell it or you start modeling and the first day you go to casting, get a super modeling job. So um, I understood that you are started as many other photographers as an assistant. That means you're not a photographer yourself, you just learn from a photographer by helping him being on the set. Can you describe this a bit more? How also for people who are interested in becoming photographers, there's many models as well who, who are thinking about being photographers. Now the audience for sure, it's, it's a relevant uh, subject. So how would you recommend to start a photographer career if you really are serious about it? How, how do you find an assistant job? What, what does it mean to be an assistant? How much time do you have to be an assistant before can really, you're really ready to go out there with your camera and and shoot for customers. <laughs> well, I think this is this is a long path, um, and as you say, it is super important to invest. And sometimes this investment is is uh, not only money but time, because you have to to learn a lot of things. I I always say that managing a camera is super easy. Everyone can can know how to move uh, the the different things in the camera and the parameters. This part is is super easy, but um, the hard part. Is, is to understand how to work with light, how to how to actually build a photography. I think photographers don't don't take pictures. We build pictures. So um, in general, I think that um, you have to to invest time. Uh, I think I, I uh, don't or I didn't have just just one mentor. I had several ones because uh, it started with this with this photographer in Colombia. But after that, I I have worked with I don't know. Uh, I would say that dozens of, of photographers and from all of them I have learned a lot because everyone has has his, its own way to to do photography and and its way to understand the light and understand the way the way they they work so the the assistant um, job it's I think it has many super interesting parts. The first is that you you learn how, how these people work, how to light, uh, how they understand their businesses. And if you're uh, doing uh, photo assistant uh, photo as photo assistant for different kind of, um, I would say, disciplines of photography, commercial, portrait and different things, you will learn about all this, this stuff. So that's great. You can you can actually learn how it's made because you you think that photography is just going and, and press a button, but it's not like that. It's about how how people is finding the clients, how the people is is actually engaging, um, how how you charge people for your photography, and and after you get the project, what what you should do, uh, how you plan a photo shooting, what do you need? Do you need production? You, do you need makeup artist, uh, models? That this is a super important part. So at the end. Uh, you learn how, how to be a photographer by being an assistant. And, and if you have several people um, teaching you or, or mentoring you, uh, it will be easier and faster for you. So even even being a photographer, when I when I um, had my, my first clients and, and I started doing doing photography, I, I still was doing uh, as photo assistant and digital operator because um, I don't know. I, I kept learning. I, I made super nice connections, super nice networking with different photographers, different parts um, in Europe. So I don't know. It was great. And, and for example, I was traveling a lot also. So that's also great. So you have your own clients, but you're also traveling, doing photo assisting here and there. So I don't know. It was super nice. Right. So how long have you been an assistant before you have you had your own your first client as a photographer? Well, I would say that. I don't know. It was like 
It, it's kind of tricky because um, it, it depends on what do you consider is a client. I, I was always looking for clients, and for me, someone who is hiring me, for example, to do a picture, pictures at that moment, of course, in in a party or something, it was a client. So <laughs> yeah. I had clients uh, from from minute one. But I would say that the biggest ones, the the biggest projects I I have made, it took uh, two or three years being being an assistant to start getting these these kind of things, and at that moment I knew nothing about photography, and and I still think that I know uh, nothing about photography <laughs> because, yeah, you're um, very humble. You know, no, you know no, it, I've seen you working, and you know a lot. <laughs> but it's good. No, it's good. It's never, never. It's always day one. It's always uh, time to to learn and and. And learn from others and let's get inspiration the time also things change very fast and uh, there's so many different ways of, of seeing photography um, so many different factors like technology lighting uh, create create an, ambi uh, an atmosphere create the artistic part and you you never stop learning and i think uh, in parallel like modeling um, so while on the one hand you you start learning photography as an assistant you already started having like little gigs little jobs uh, like photos at a party or at a wedding or whatever um, I think that's also also good it's not like black and white you just like now you're a photographer I do only photography for clients and before I have been a, a student so I think it's it's a transition and um, the, the the practical part the part where you really just go out with the camera and do something as, as a photographer or as a model if you like okay I'm I'm still learning I still try to get there but I can do some shootings with some photographer friends to really see how how it works and improve by learning by doing. You know? I think it's a bit like the same thing. Mm -hmm. So um, on one hand, learning from theory, on the other hand, learning from, from the people who know already with experience, but then also always trying to go out with your camera with your, and trying things and see how it looks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, 100% agree. Um, it, is, it is a super nice um, career, I would say. And, and the good thing, I would say that one of the things that I love the most about photography is exactly that, that you never stop learning. Uh, there are always new techniques, uh, new ways to approach new cameras, new lenses, new lighting equipments, and and it's it's amazing. So um, you are always learning, the trends change, and and yeah, I think this is one of the, the most um, interesting things about photography. True, another interesting thing is working with people. So we talk about models um, for us in our platform modeling for everyone a model is not only this super tall uh, perfect body girl or guy um, it's it's any kind of people in commercial photography for sure uh, can be older younger tall small uh, plus size or whatever tattooed beard um, so but it's people it's all people it's the only thing they have in common and having people in front of a camera is different than making a photo of a bottle or of a of something that doesn't move <laughs> that and doesn't sure. have a, a, an opinion in the heart and the soul. Yeah. And um, and as this is more than models podcast, I would like to talk a bit about that, especially before we leave Colombia in your in your career and in your <laughs> life. Um, how, how was your first experience working with with models in Colombia, and and how now looking back from your European perspective, how different is the industry in Colombia compared to Europe? Uh, how different are yeah, our, our models maybe acting or understanding the job in Europe is the same. How, it would be interesting for our audience to <laughs> just to hear your opinion about that. Okay, um, in Colombia, for example, uh, in the studio, we worked with super, super great models, all super professional. 
and and it was amazing. Imagine imagine you are just going out of the of the university, studying photography. You are in this huge studio with super nice super nice um, lighting equipment, a lot of gear, super nice cameras. It it was crazy. And having, for example, the the first uh, photo shooting with with models, I remember that actually it was um, lingerie. Uh, so I was I was lucky that that time. And we were two assistants at that moment. There was another guy who was um, helping. Uh, once in a while with us and and it was crazy because you you see these these super top super nice models uh, super professional doing doing their job and and it was amazing to see this for me it was a, a super nice experience you get used to it and and after the second after the third you are like okay now you know what to do and everything is like this but it was amazing and and I was like super super surprised on how these people actually works um uh, and and the professional ones i think is super hard and and they did it amazing then when i arrived to to europe and i started working with with models too um i think is is pretty much the same models are different of course i think in in europe uh, at least right now the 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 industry is a bit more diverse um you can have different kind of profiles i was surprised that um for example in, in my city Mm, it was kind of always, uh, or at least in in my case, working with with super professional models. I I think I I have never worked at least there with kind of a non super professional one uh, because we were always working with with agencies. But in Europe, on the other hand, uh, when I came and I started working as an assistant in in that moment, um, we work with a lot of up and coming models, and and it was amazing because it was people that maybe was not super expert, but at the end the results were super good. So I I really liked that, and after that I would say that the um, the best part of it it's when both markets are joining together. So it was the case of of one photo shooting I had in 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 the Canary Islands. And the model arrived, and 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 she was speaking a perfect Spanish from my city. <laughs> so I was like, "Where are you from? I'm from Brazil, but you you don't speak like like someone from from Brazil." Oh no, is I have been living in in Medellin from whatever years. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, and, and do you live there? Yeah, I'm just here in Europe doing doing this kind of job. So it was crazy. The model uh, from Brazil. But uh, she was living, and actually she's still living in Medellin, and and she was working in Europe, and and I noticed that a lot of people from from Medellin are are being taken to Europe and different parts of the world um, just to do modeling from from a season. So I was like, wow, damn! I it, <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I never could imagine that I will find someone from from my city <laughs> working in, here. In Europe. Yeah, and it was it was amazing. So. So, so probably more opportunities, more more jobs, and better paid or in Europe than in Colombia, or what is the reason? Uh, I think it it depends. Um, depending on the profiles, um, I think that they have they are super successful here in Europe. They sell a lot. This kind of uh, Latin look, um, mm -hmm. it it's something that that sometimes is is something good to sell in here. Yeah. So, so I think it's, it's not only about the the money because I know that that models are are paid uh, well in my city. If you compare with with other industries, I think they are they are paid even even better than than most of the photographers actually, <laughs> the good ones of course. But um, 
I think is is because in here the industry is, is bigger. We are in Europe, so so in here you are not only working. I don't know. Let's say that you you have uh, came to to Berlin or to Hamburg, and and you are not working only for your city, but you are working for all Europe. So it it gives you more opportunities. Agencies in here are not only focused in the local market. They are also working in different countries uh, with different kind of photographers. And this is maybe something that we don't have or not as easy in Colombia. Of course, if you are um, if you work with with an agency and and it's a big agency and you need I don't know you need to move to Bogota or another city in 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 Colombia, you will uh, of course find people. But we are talking about a lot of countries here, and mm. and Colombia, the market is is just the the country. Yeah. So I think the the potential market for models is bigger in in Europe than than in Latin America or Colombia in this case. Okay, interesting. Uh, you said uh, super professional models, incredible how they work, exciting, uh, like the professional ones, also the up and coming in Europe. Um, something again very interesting for our model audience how, how do you define exciting or super like what what does it make you feel like wow what a great model is it I mean of course it's the look but the look has to be relative to what the client wants so it's like a physical thing that either you fit or don't fit it's not something that's in your hands as a model you you, you can be lucky that you have exactly the look that the clients looks for and then you, you can be selected but then what makes the difference between one model who has the look and the other who has the same look but that excites you when you're on the shoot as a photographer as an assistant say, wow, that's really cool. I'd like to point that it's not about the look. For me, uh, a great model is is not depending on, on how, how they look, but more into how they behave. So um, for me, in that moment, what's amazing to see how easy it was to work with these people. When you're a photographer student, or maybe you're not working uh, with, with super professional or experienced models, um, it's kind of a challenge for you as a photographer because you have to tell them what to do. And sometimes you don't know. <laughs> you're, you're trying to, to, to get a nice picture, but sometimes it's, it's not as easy. And, and just, just tell the model or direct the model, hey, do this or do that. It's not super easy sometimes. But for me, a super nice model, and, and those uh, models I, I met in, in Medellin were like this, were super experienced. Uh, they, they gave the pictures super easy, and, and their attitude was, was amazing. They were super collaborative, um, creative. They were trying to, to help to make things happen. And, and it was super, super nice to see how the team was working better because of having an experienced model. Mm. So, for example, when, when we were doing something like catalogs or, or uh, magazines, um, maybe you need to make a lot of pictures. You have super long days, 10 hours just working. Models have to have to make, I don't know, 50, 60 different uh, changes in the clothes. And it may sound like, yeah, 60 pictures in a day, 50 changes is, is super easy, but it's not. It, it's someone who has to go every time, change their clothes and, and come look amazing and, and be as, as, as amazing in the, in the last picture as they were in the Perfect. first picture. And it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. You get tired. It's a lot of work. You have the flashes just popping in, in front of your face. So 
for me, the super nice model, uh, it's uh, someone who has this nice attitude and, and super professional to, to be there, to be um, collaborative, to, to help uh, the team to make, um, to make the, the, the job. And um, I have found a lot of models. Uh, one of, of the nicest experiences I have in, or I had in here in, in, in Europe, in Barcelona, I worked for, for a studio that I was making um, portrait pictures to, to anyone, basically. It, it was not professional models. It was uh, for, for people who want to experience the, the, the photography, to be in a studio, to make a photo shooting. Some of them maybe for, for LinkedIn pictures or some of them uh, birthday or these kind of things. But it was, it was quite open for everything. And I have found amazing models there. And it was people like, no, 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 I don't have experience. No, no, I have never been in front of the camera. And at the end, they, they looked amazing. So I, I was always like, you, you're a liar <laughs> because you're doing great. And, and I yeah. would love that a lot of models uh, would have what you have. This, this attitude, you feel confident, confident in, in yourself and, and, and you know how to look good in front of the camera. You, you trust yourself. So I think that's for me a super nice model, easy to work. Yeah, good one. First, so summarizing, you you like to work with teams where everybody contributes. So if a model comes with ideas and uh, brings something into the into the production, that's that's good. You listen to it and you think it's important. Um, the word attitude is always something that that people say. Photographers, clients, uh, it's, it's the attitude. Attitude has nothing to do with the look or with the experience. It's something that you should have because you want to do a good job. And if you have talent, then maybe you even discover that in front of a camera, as soon as the camera is on, you change your behavior. So I've seen models who seem super shy when you talk to them. They maybe cannot look into your eyes and whatever. And then they go on the set, lights on, camera on, and they change completely. Yeah. It's like they, they become somebody else and mm -hmm. they, they deliver incredibly. So I think attitude is important and also, yeah, trying out how, how you feel in front of a camera, giving yourself a chance to be somebody else and to, to live the moment in the light in the camera, like being a superstar for a moment, no? that everybody looks at you and delivers something. A really nice one and, um, and, and good to hear from you, Danny. Um, so you, your, your journey in life then goes to Europe after Colombia. You've been living in Mallorca for four years. Mm -hmm. I have to say, Medellin with what you said, Primavera, uh, <laughs> and then Mallorca, and now Barcelona. You have a good, good uh, hand for picking the right places in the of world. Of course, I would say <laughs> you always follow the sun and the, the palms and the, the beach and the, the good life. So Mallorca, and um, what's interesting here also for our audience is that you did a lot of test shootings in Mallorca as well. That means you work for a model agency, as far as I understood, and um, that's also something we we get often. Uh, questioned in the platform, both from photographers and models, like how does it work? Um, this this kind of business of of test shootings, portfolio shootings. That um, so can you can you talk a bit about this? How how does it work for the people who don't know? And and how was it for you as as a photographer? What is the pros and cons of it? Uh, as to doing it, even though now you have other other paying jobs. Yeah, so basically uh, a test shoot um, is 
models need pictures for their portfolios uh, because uh, when agencies or even themselves, if, if they are freelance models, need to to show um, how they look or, or what can they do, uh, what can they do to to clients, for example, they need nice pictures, of course. Um, they need to be um, uh, with different outfits, uh, different kind of, of photography, portrait, uh, close-ups, and and different kind of things. So this is this is the, the comp card or, or basically your your presentation letter to clients. So uh, when I arrived to to Mallorca, I started uh, calling agencies in there and and offering my my services at the beginning for free. Actually, I needed to to meet people and to and to work. And the only thing I knew uh, how to do at that moment was photography. So so it was uh, the option for me. So I started working with with an agency, um, and it was it was a nice experience. I started doing the the test shoots every weekend, every uh, Friday. We were doing like an open day to do these these kind of of shootings. It was kind of easy, but at least to start um, creating portfolio for the models they they had, and and it was super nice. We started doing this every every Friday. Then we moved it and and we made it a bit more professional. So we started offering like um, photo shootings of uh, two hours, three hours, depending on on what uh, the models wanted to to do. And this time with uh, with styling, with more makeup and and something more like um, into the editorial or, or lifestyle, in order to to create a solid portfolio for for these people. So I think it is uh, it is an amazing way to to start learning how to work in photography and how to work with with models. Uh, from photographer's perspective, uh, you have to be super organized. Uh, you have to be super creative and and have some ideas, clear ideas on on how this uh, portfolio of this model should look. And depending on that, come with with something, with a plan, with a mood board, with uh, with something you can actually sell to to this person. Uh, and thinking that actually this person will use this to sell themselves. So, so it has to be a super honest uh, exercise of of doing something good uh, to help these people. And from from models' perspective, it was I think one of the best deals they can they can have because um, maybe some of them were not super experienced. So, is the the possibility to to get in touch with a photographer? Maybe it's the first time they're doing a photo shooting uh, outdoors, for example or even in a studio, uh, because you don't know if they have been or not in these kind of things. So you can know how it is, how it is to, to work in a studio, how it is to work uh, outdoors, uh, how it is to have a photographer in, in front of you just telling you what to do and, and try trying to, to guide you to, to get your best angle or, or the best look or the best picture. And at the end, they they received uh, super nice pictures to put in their portfolios and, and I think it, it's kind of the, um, the test to start doing, doing um, modeling for them. So I think it was great. Uh, from from photographer's perspective, it's good. You learn a lot. You, you start at least understanding um, how the, the planning of a photo shooting should be. And it's the same for any kind of client, just uh, the scale is different. And from models, they, they start learning how it is. They, they get their first experiences or if they are experienced enough, uh, they can have super amazing pictures for them. So I think it's a super nice deal. And uh, mainly just photographer and model or also stylist, makeup artist involved? 
Uh, it depends. At the beginning, when we were doing just uh, the Fridays, um, we just for had. Free? <laughs> and, well, but it, it was not for free at the end because uh, they liked uh, what I was doing and what I offered, and and actually they they I never did something free if I'm not wrong for them. They always paid, so they were super nice, super <laughs> yeah. kind with me. Um, we always had a makeup artist there with us, um, but. It was it was kind of um, easy, I would say, because the makeup was was not super super um, complicated. It was just trying to to avoid people shining, and and it was easy. Uh, but then when we started doing something more more uh, bigger uh, for models, um, we we had uh, an styling, of course, uh, bringing some some nice clothes for for the person based on a mood board, and also the makeup artist. Um, it was different because the photo shooting was planned, and yeah. and everything was was taken care of. So mm. uh, styling, makeup, and and of course my job as photographer to make them look uh, good. Yeah. So a test shoot can come from just photographer and model just trying things out and look what happens, or be very well-planned, elaborated with a stylist and a makeup artist and, and a nice location. Um, and depends always on the, yeah, on the on what the everybody who is involved wants, if it's just an experience or if they want to make money. Um, so talking about money, what, what could uh, a test shooting, what could it cost or how, what would you say is that like from two for models who didn't do it or photographers who want to start doing it, what can they charge for a, a test shooting? This is a super complicated question. I, I still thinking if, if there's a formula to know <laughs> exactly um, what it is. Um, I have I have tried um, different approaches for this, and and right now the 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 one I think works uh, the best for me is charging per hours, kind of. But it always depends on on the um, on the model on the person. So sometimes. Um, for example, if it's in a studio and, and you have a uh, studio possibility, um, maybe it's going to be cheaper. But if you have to hire a studio or to, to book a studio to, to do it, maybe it's going to be a bit more expensive. Um, it, it also depends uh, on, on the, um, how, how much uh, do you have to work for it. If you have to go to a super complicated place, maybe it's, it's going to be um, a bit more expensive. But at the end, my suggestion for, for photographers and, and also I, I think it's a suggestion for, for models. In the case of photographers, um, they should find a way to group uh, all together the expenses they can have for the photo shooting. Um, the best thing is to, to have a, um, like a clear offer. This is this is what I can do for you, and have like um, some some guidelines I would say or red lines maybe. So this is what you get. You get ten pictures. Uh, we are going to do the pictures in this, 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 and this location, and um, and yeah, this is the way it works. It would be one hour, three hours, whatever, and and we will have a makeup artist and and also and a styling if it's the case, and having like like a package of things defined. And in the case of models, they should look for for this kind of super structure offers. Also, the models need, needs to to know that um, having a nice portfolio is the difference in getting a job or not. So they need uh, a nice portfolio. When clients are looking for models, they most of the times they cannot um, see the model or talk to them or or ask things. 
And um, when you see the portfolio of the model, you can know if, if this person is going to be the right fit for you or not. So the portfolio, it's a must. So they should look for this kind of super structure or, or the packages where they can know, okay, um, I will get uh, portfolio shooting, I will get uh, 10 pictures, for example, five pictures, whatever it is. And, and it will be uh, in this and this and this location and I will have variety and I will have different outfits. The makeup will change during the, the, um, the shooting. So this is what they should look for. Because at the end, um, a portfolio, when, when you are a model and you are an active model, is easy to build. You can get pictures from the, the jobs you have made. But when you are starting and you need to build it for, for yourself, maybe it's not as easy as, as, as you would like to, to be doing uh, shootings and, and getting pictures from different places. But uh, there's a solution also, and it's the, the collaborations. Uh, the people who want to, to start uh, creating portfolio and something can always find photographers that will be happy to, to help to make one or two pictures and, and to add to their portfolio. So I think there are things for, for everyone. Yeah. Okay, so again, summarizing, uh, <laughs> you didn't mention a number, which I will do, because you, you uh, I don't know why, but you didn't want to say a price. Um, I, I would say from, from free, if it's a collaboration, if you're lucky, you find somebody who has the same need as you to, f to work on this portfolio on both sides. So photographer also wants new pictures. It's a win-win it's a and so you just work together. But if you start paying because photographers make, make their life with it, which is also normal, I mean, it's their profession um, and they, they spend their time and they prepare it for you. Uh, I've seen portfolio shooting starting from something like 50, 100 euros. I would say the serious ones are more between 150, 300 euros. If it's makeup included and styling could be a bit more. I've also seen up to 1,000 euros, which then I would start thinking, is that really worth it? It must be a super, super good photographer and a super well-prepared mega location and styling. And you should really be critical if somebody asks for 1,000 euros. But I'm sure there's photographers out there who are worth it. And having a picture of this photographer, if he's good in your portfolio, can help you to get amazing jobs that, that then pay back the investment. But just be aware of, of that. And as Danny said, Look exactly what you get before you sign everything or you agree on something. Also compare with others. And talking about comparing, we brew something in modelmanagement.com, which is coming soon because we do have already a lot of castings, collaborations, and uh, things where photographers look for, for models also offer portfolio shoots. We have models asking for uh, asking us, like, can you help me to find the right photographer? And um, that's why we decided to solve that problem on our upcoming marketplace <laughs> and uh, and you as you're now also part of modelmention.com um, because you are a photographer and we like to to have people in the team who, who who are photographers models who know the industry we found you luckily which we'll talk about later why we found you and what's your role in modelmention.com but um, maybe talking about portfolio shootings and you as a photographer now knowing that modelmention.com is preparing something I, I think it's really really close to to get out there. It is. Um, maybe whenever you hear the podcast, it is already out there. Tell us what it is. Well, um, we are working in, in a marketplace. Uh, we want photographers to start um, selling their, their services. And, and we are super happy with this, with this new project because I think the, um, the photographers need uh, tools uh, to, to get more clients, to, to get more visibility, to 
to get the possibility to, to, to do more shootings, paid shootings in this case. So the marketplace is exactly that. It's the possibility for photographers to offer their services um, for the shootings in this case, for models. We have a lot of models uh, in modelmanagement.com. So it's a great opportunity. They can they can come and they can offer the different kind of things they, they do. For example, the Polaroid for the shootings, uh, test for the shootings, uh, video books, uh, well, actually everything they can they can offer related to models and and up and coming models so it's it's great it's, it's going to change uh the the industry for photographers pretty sure so talking about numbers here um i think something about 20 25 photographers on modelmanagement.com and more than 1 million models or people who aspiring models like professional models and models who want to be a model and the idea is to yeah to offer a tool where Photographers can offer their photo shootings to like as a collaboration or for a price and they define exactly what they offer so that the model knows exactly what he or she is buying and and models can finally uh, find photographers near them who offer that and have a choice between different photographers select them and as far as I understood you will also uh, in introduce kind of a batch or something where you can see like portfolio photographers who, who are like verified because I mean I, I, I think that most of photographers are serious and you can see the portfolio but you know it's always something that uh, you can have doubts you know like is this some some are you happy with the results or so I think here the, the advantage is that first of all modelmanagement.com will uh, like verify photographer if he is uh, is a good solution for portfolio photography But then also the community can uh, can do reviews, and you can uh, can then see, okay, this photographer worked with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven models, and they all were amazed, like happy, and you can see the photos if you like it or not, or you can see if somebody just says, okay, I want 500 euros for a portfolio, and we never did it, or had, did one, and the model said it was just totally uh, a mess and not not well, worth it. I think that's that's a real value of community, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think it's super important what you mentioned about the batch and and also about the reviews because actually this is this is the difference uh between making you buying something or not. So um we want to have a a place uh for for photographers of course to to offer the things they are doing, but also we want to make sure that that actually uh the models are getting um something nice for them. So in this case, uh, we are going to introduce a batch for, for photographers, the trusted photographers uh, in this case. And, and also the reviews will pay uh, will play a role in this in this situation because of course if you are if you have more reviews of models you have shoot with and and have made projects together, um, it will help to to make people trust you. So this is the the, the idea with with the marketplace and and Yeah, we are super happy with with this new release, and and it's just the the starting of of something uh, we want to to improve and to make bigger. Yeah, no, it's such a big community. It's it's great to have these yeah like a marketplace, like finding the right people for whatever you need in the right location. It's it's super good, and having a platform and the team behind the platform, like you, Danny, as an experienced photographer. And knowing your story that we just told before, we know exactly why we do have a marketplace. Actually, I think you definitely contributed to that idea because um, you, you have the experience in the market. You know what's needed from a photographer perspective and from a model perspective. And I think that's definitely needed, a place where you can find photographers or models can find photographers and the other way around to work together and define exactly the prices, have all the 
no hustle of negotiations just say okay this is what i get and even then after that uh giving a review or giving feedback for which is always good for both directly like you yeah. as a photographer it's good to get feedback but uh, also for others who also want to work with a photographer with a model getting feedback of of others to see how how it worked in the past i, I really i really like it so we talk now about your photography career uh from from studying then assistant then you did test shootings so you did a lot of things that enabled you to do good photography and and um I, i've seen that uh, first of all if somebody wants to see your photography do you have an instagram or a website where can yeah you, like a bit of promotion of your photography <laughs> where can where can you where can we find you this, your, this is photography is this a paid ad <laughs> no it's, it's not paid it's not sponsored it's just to honor and I'm, no, I'm, I'm sure people are curious when they hear you and they don't see you and they hear what you say okay now they have an idea of what kind of photography you're doing but yeah of course let, let them let them see it in in instagram i'm uh, as at daniel agudelo dot co without the m dot co okay and a website is the same exactly the same daniel agudelo dot co exactly i can tell you a marketing specialist you choose the same domain <laughs> website as for instagram very good <laughs> check well done and it will also be in the in the no- show notes of the of the podcast and uh, yeah and then at the end i mean photographers they do photography mainly because it's a passion it's it's just as you said it's nice the the gadgets the the technology the people everything but it's a profession so at the end of the day you have to make money um you can seriously make money by just doing portfolio shoots or portrait pictures which you said i think everybody right now needs portraits uh, for linkedin for for the website for whatever and and doing modeling uh, like even if it's only for one day in your life is a super experience and if photographer offer this experience seriously and they give a good experience i think it's it's totally valid to pay them but i guess for you and many other photographers the the goal is um to also find clients who pay you and then you can book models and pay models as well instead of charging them because this is like where everybody got to a point where it really works so a customer selects you daniel likes your photos okay and next campaign i want you, you to do it and then you have to set the team for uh, the makeup artist stylist location and the models and uh, i know you also got there so tell us a bit about that part of photography how How did you get to this? What was your first job where like not being a party photographer like you did a <laughs> commercial job and any any anecdote something that happened like which really amazed you that your favorite project or most funny or the worst tell us a bit about <laughs> this part of your photography career. So I think you you have mentioned a couple of super super interesting points. Um the first thing I I noticed from from myself back in in Mallorca was that I knew how to do photography but uh, i didn't know how to sell it so everything started there for me i started learning about digital marketing and and some other stuff related how to sell how to how to create a business out of photography and and this was i think one of the things that changed uh, the game for me because when i understood that and started working in me as a business even as a small business i started finding clients i started uh, doing or, or taking my photography to another level um i i had uh, enough money to to change my camera to buy some some lighting equipment and these kind of things so um one of the the projects i i think is 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 one of the most relevant one one i really liked and enjoyed doing Uh, was a photo shooting I did for Samsung Indonesia 
And these guys uh, contacted me and, and it was super nice because they told me like, hey, you're going to do a photo shooting with, with this, this lady. They told me the name and uh, it's for Samsung and everything. And I was like, okay, yeah, it sounds good, sounds nice. But they were like super, super excited about this, this person. They were like, yeah, but it's amazing. You're going to work with her and everything. I was like, yeah, okay, good, <laughs> it's nice. And uh, when he arrived, when he arrived to, to Barcelona, we were doing the shooting. We did uh, two days uh, for the shooting with her. And and she started talking and, yeah, if if um, if we would be in, in Indonesia, we would be surrounded by, by paparazzis and, and, and people. And I was like, yeah, but who are you? So it turns out that, that this uh, girl uh, was or is, because she, she still is a super influencer in Indonesia. At that moment, she had over 5 million followers on, on Instagram. Um, I didn't knew it. <laughs> then after the shooting, I was like, wow. <laughs> you got a bit nervous. No? Yeah, of course, Afterwards. but I, I didn't have time to, to be nervous. That was great because, um, yeah, she, she is a super influencer. She's actually an actress also, and she has a lot of um, series and movies on, on Netflix. It was amazing. <laughs> and we did this, this photo shooting for, for Samsung. Um, they used um, our pictures, the pictures we did for billboards and different things. So it was amazing. And and I don't know, this this was one of the first super cool jobs <laughs> I had. A, what a great first experience. Exactly. No? And, and and it was uh, actually, I don't know, a surprise. Uh, she was super experienced model. She was super kind, super nice. It was so easy to do the, the pictures with her. What's her name? Instagram? Uh, the Ancestro. And I think uh, in on Instagram is at uh, the real disaster. And the real disaster. Yeah, because it's uh, her name, Diane Sastro. Disaster. Ah, okay. The real cool. disaster. Yeah. A nice, nice, nice story. I like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was amazing. So this is this is where everything started. So you you uh, you see, yeah, you, you said it's it's a business as well as any other business, and you have to learn not only photography. You have to learn how to sell yourself, how to. I mean, a photographer is a director as well. I mean, in in film, you you say director. Yeah, you do have a DOP as well, but in a photo, a photo set, the photographer is the director, so one who directs a team who has a creative idea of you. And, um, but also it's about, um, yeah, you have to invoice people, you have to uh, negotiate the price. So it's, it's a business at the end. And um, I think that was the reason why you also got interest into marketing. I mean, I think you're kind of a bit of a techie as well, uh, as far as I, I know and have seen. Mm -hmm. So, um, and in your in your age generation, it was digital marketing. So, um, you combined your photography talent experience with with that. Um, can you tell us a bit about that part? Why did you start it, and how deep did you get into it? Yeah. So, basically, I, I was frustrated with with my uh, photography career. Because I, why well, it sounds quite exciting. <laughs> no, but it's it's uh, it's like this, and I think uh, a lot of, of fellow photographers can can understand this this feeling because you feel that that you can do a lot. You you feel that you have the the quality and that you have the ideas and and the commitment to do super good in photography, but things are just not working. And, and it's a bit disappointing because you're trying so hard, you want to do things. So when I saw this in, in, in myself, 
I started thinking, okay, this is something must be wrong in here because I have everything I need to be an amazing photographer and I'm not. What What's going on? Clients are not coming. I was waiting the clients to, to just start knocking on my door. Hey, I need pictures. <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I was expecting that. So I I started at that moment just, just seeing what other photographers were doing. And I really found out these guys know how to sell. And, and this is the only difference. They know how to sell their photography, their skills. And I don't know. They have a network. I don't have a network. So the problem is learning how to sell. So it started like this and, and I started like, like going deeper and deeper. Okay, but to learn how to sell, you need to, to learn about marketing and now everything is social media and the website and, and this and that. So I started checking different things. I started in 2014, learning about marketing by myself and, and everything because um, at that moment as, as a business, because I started considering myself as a business at that moment, I said, okay, if I'm a business, I have to learn everything about how is marketing and, and what to do with marketing and everything that can help me to achieve this goal, to be a great photographer and to have a business in photography, I have to learn. So I started with this, email marketing, how to build websites, WordPress, and, and all of these different things that I know that uh, a lot of you would say, yeah, I know that. Yeah, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and it was amazing because um, my, my dream um, before coming to, to Europe and, and my goal was to come here to study. This, this, was, uh, this is why, why I came to Europe. I came to study. And, um, but I didn't know what to study because at the beginning it was like, okay, maybe I can just do something more about photography. But then when I was here working with all of these people and, and I started seeing that I can do this, I, I, I have the skills. I said like, okay, but maybe photography is not the thing to, to continue a career. And then when, when I started just going into marketing and, and learning all this, it was like super clear. It was like, okay, this is, this is something that you like also because you start finding a lot of super interesting things. You start seeing that if you do this and that, things are starting working. So it's like, oh, great. And um, at the end, I decided to, to um, keep focusing uh, a lot of, of my time in, in learning and doing marketing. I still use everything I learn, everything I do in myself and in my business uh, because uh, I still do photography so and I still have clients, so this is amazing. And and yeah, everything started just with the need to to learn how to sell and, and how to build a business around myself. Wonderful. Um, so for the photographers out there who want to learn from Danny, and and a thing same for a model stylist makeup artist it's all a business and you have to see it as a business not just like going in front of a camera and make a nice smile and then that's it it's much more complicated to find clients to yeah. to negotiate they will, they and, will not know <laughs> so give us five up to five quick tips for photographers uh, in in marketing what they should focus on and it just give you like a a bit of an overview of things that always come to our platform and to my mind, like, okay, they lost like, okay, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, I can do my own uh, presentation, I can use specialized platforms who promote photographers like productionparadise.com or go see or the book, um, Cherry Deck, or um, I can have my own website, which is also like a blog or website, WordPress, um, I can set a mailing list and do mailers, 
there's so many out there. So let's say between three minimum and five quick <laughs> tips from Daniel Agudelo for all the photographers out there. There's hundreds, thousands. I don't know if they all listen to us, hopefully one day, but the ones who listen, take <laughs> your pen and make notes. Here's a guy who studied that and was really good in photography and marketing. Yeah, uh, I would say that the first thing I, I I saw in myself and I see I still see in, in a lot of photographers is that um, they don't know what they are selling, and this is this is a must because you think okay I'm a photographer I can do photography and no it's not like this you have to focus you have to find niche you have to to find something you are you are better than other photographers and and you have to focus and go for it it's easier to sell something if if you have if you know what you are selling. So finding a niche, for example, I don't know, I, I'm good doing uh, photography of bottles or food or, or just models or go for it. Don't try to sell um, every kind of photography because you, you will have to, to create a lot of portfolio and different stuff for it. To totally agree. So number one is create your brand, focus on what you're best. Exactly. I mean, I, everybody can be a photographer and do any kind of photography. You can do it, just click. But what is, is it you're good at and build a brand? Number one. Same for models, by the way. Number two. Agree. And uh, number two, I would say that um, photographers uh, need to, to focus in networking. We have to do networking. A lot of the, the jobs that, that you find is because someone have recommended you to someone else. And, and we tend to forget this. You have to do networking. You have to talk to people, to join groups, uh, to, to create to be with people like you, because this way is is how you actually can can uh, grow as photographer and and find things. I like it. So I would say summarize this in if you make notes, build a network, build a reputation, build trust. Yeah. People who trust you do business with you. Yeah, and will recommend you. And my last, uh, I think, because yeah, I will need some more time to think another two. <laughs> my last would be 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 social, but be digital better because right now everything is happening on social media you have to be um, looking at the trends looking what is happening and be creative don't don't feel yourself like no this is not the way i do things this is not the way or, or i don't find nothing uh, for me here because um when we are talking about selling something or doing something uh, with photography we're talking about people and people is on internet, it's on social media, different channels, different different ways to be. So that's super important. You have to be present where the people you want to, to target is. So be, be social, be um, digital and go out there. Okay, good one. Social, I mean, when we look about social media, we think about Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, I also mentioned these platforms, Production Paradise, Le Book, uh, mm -hmm. Go See. Sherry Deck, um, I think when what you said before with like focusing being a brand, um, I would I would say, and that's also where we are involved somehow in something like this, that these platforms like Production Paradise, the book, Go See, um, they do exactly that. They have special publications only for car photography, only for fashion photography, only beauty, only hair, liquid, whatever. So they kind of once you've built your brand. They find you an audience that exactly interested in what you're doing as a liquid or beauty photographer, and they have publications full of the best beauty photographers in the world. I think that's that's also kind of social, right? That's that's not the classical social media; it's more the curated content. So I think 
maybe combining both no having an instagram account that you all yourself build and um and also reflects the brand what you're good at but then finding these publications these platforms who who have an audience that you can target because having thousand followers or ten thousand on instagram doesn't mean you have thousand ten thousand potential clients no. it could be fans uh, friends family and some models but also some photographers some clients but these platforms they really focus on bringing your work to to the people who have budgets and money yeah exactly this is exactly how it how it is and and actually these uh, three tips work together because you have to in order to to make the the one happen you need to be social you need to to create a networking and everything is is like a, like a circle everything is just moving Yeah, really good one. I think we should really make a blog post with these three tips from Daniel Gurelo and explain <laughs> it exactly in that order. Uh, I love it. And um, yeah, many many people ask like, okay, um, they they are there's a bit worried about Instagram because I only have one thousand or two thousand followers. I don't know how to get more, and my clients always ask me or check this. What do you think about that? Is it really crucial? Should everybody try to get? 10,000 plus followers whatever it costs or how much how, no. how much do you think this is sustainable no i think this is this is kind of a myth because uh, we have seen and we are used to see that these super influencers are are just having millions of people and and life is easier for them Uh, but this is not the case because at the end it's better to have few followers but maybe people who who has more uh, engagement with you uh, people who is interested in what you're doing what you're selling for me it's it's um, totally irrelevant to have a uh, thousand followers but maybe none of them uh, will hire me for something mm. so it doesn't make sense i think we and this is this is one of the the, um, the most challenging parts about building uh, a business in photography you have to identify um, who are you talking to who do you want to be your client and sometimes it's complicated because we usually don't know how to know this we say okay uh, anyone who can pay but this is not the case you have to understand a bit deeper who is this person what is uh, this person looking for and if we are talking about social media we need to understand okay if, if this person is is at 10 p.m. in in their home checking on instagram what is this person looking for and how can i just create something that is relevant interesting for them so it's better to focus in creating a quality community uh, than than something quantity. with with the love uh, exactly um, yeah. that quantity so Good, good one to now talk about uh, modelmanagement.com, which is uh, yeah a, a platform everybody knows it because this this podcast is is uh, is about modeling and and of course modelmanagement.com. Um, just mentioning that uh, we do have almost half a million followers on Instagram. So if as a photographer you're interested to get some visibility, you can just check um, and DM us if you want to be featured i think we do feature photographers regularly i don't know once a week or once every day i don't know what is the currently the we are we are uh, doing every day and and actually it's, it's very easy they they just have to to show interest for it uh, because we want to we are a platform that we are not only promoting uh, the the diversity in the modeling industry but also we want to be the platform to to promote the talent of of our professionals the people who is in our platform so we are super happy always to share super nice pictures nice nice work for for 
from our photographers. And even better if they are working together. So if it's a photographer doing a photo shooting with one of our models, we are super happy. <laughs> and yeah, we are always sure. like sharing this uh, with a lot yeah. of love. And, and it's free. It's just something, uh, that it's it's an editor's choice. It means like if we if we see something or you and your team um, that, that calls our attention and we just pick it and it can be published. So give it a try to get some more followers and get some more visibility. It's all about that in our industry. You can do great photography, but if you don't show it to the world, you will never... Uh, find clients or interest in it so you have to, to also uh, look at that so explaining your role in modelmanagement.com um, and and yeah I know it could be a conflict saying yeah but this is now getting commercial it's I think if, if we talk more than models in the modeling industry um, modelmanagement.com also has has a role in the way how it's built and also understanding the people behind it and Danny is one of the players important players so he as you said is a Photographer, he's a successful photographer. You can, you could live on photography, but he's interested to contribute to modelmention.com. We have a lot of models, photographers, who who like the platform, who like, uh, who also have been clients and users of the platform, and um, and then they are becoming speaker ambassadors for the platform. They're becoming also an inspiration for the tech team, for the product team to to improve the product. So um, it's a collaborative um, relationship. Um, so, uh, Danny, maybe you can explain modelmanagement.com from your perspective as a photographer, how you how you used it before you became part of the team, why you why you like it, and and what is your vision of where it goes? Okay, um, I I found modelmanagement.com a um, couple of years ago. I was I was looking for models for a project I was doing for La Caixa, a bank here in in Spain. And um, I, I didn't have like a super big budget to to this model. I, I had some budget, but but it was not like uh, something to go to a model agency. So I found model management and, and actually I posted a casting. I found super nice profiles. Um, at the end, I did the shooting. It was not with, with a model of, of model management uh, because it was uh, something that, that they required. But... Uh, the platform was like super interesting. Was happy. Uh, was was sorry easy to to find what I was looking for. At least to to post the casting and to see some talents there. So I don't know. I, I had it just just there in my mind. Then when I started working on model management, I started to understand how how it works, how it was, uh, what we were doing for for the modeling industry, for the photographers industry, and I saw the the big potential. Um, the, the, the platform can have and the impact it can generate in photographers or in the professional part of the industry because it's it's so easy to connect with people similar to you. It's it's so easy to, to find people wherever you want to be and wherever you want to go. So it's super nice because actually um, it's, it's a tool, it's a place where you find people that is just like you. It's people who you can you can talk with the with the uh, with them of the things that that concerns you that you like so so it's great and and we have uh, many photographers uh, we actually don't have 25k we have more <laughs> we are right now close to 50,000 um, photographers in the platform and um, this this is um, this is amazing so it's a community as it's well, a no? community it's, it's, a, it's a marketplace a platform a community I think is is and and I always uh, try to when I'm talking with with photographers and with people I always say this is a community of people, and and 
it has a lot of potential. You have just to go and use it and, and find that it's so easy. You can connect people, you can uh, talk to them, you can send messages, and, and it's great. You can see the, the social media of the people. It's so easy to have your, your, your photography career just in there. So for me, it was that. And from, from minute one, my commitment uh, or my, my, I don't know, I would say my obsession <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with the platform was to create a better place for us photographers. Because um, I think in, in the world, there's nothing similar right now to, to model management and not a place that actually can, can give you the tools that model management is given. Uh, because of the networking possibilities, because of the the finding models uh, possibilities, now the marketplace. That this is this is something I was I was uh, super super happy to to start doing. So at the end, is is about that to build something that is better for us photographers. And what I see in the future for for model management, um, I think we are we are um, right now moving into that. I I want to have a platform where photographers can also find uh, jobs, also find um, possibility to get a bit more of money, to make money out of the things they know how to do. Um, it doesn't have to be just uh, by doing photography because uh, I know a lot of uh, fellow photographers there are doing uh, trainees, are doing webinars, are selling presets um, and many other things. So I want this to be a place for these guys too, a place where, where they can find people like them interested in, in things like they are and, and finding a way to, to make a living out of photography. So this is what, what I'm building right now with, with the team, uh, a place for photographers to be there. And of course, I'm not forgetting about the models, but, <laughs> but in this case... Yeah, but your role is, is exactly, of course, photographer. Exactly. That's, that's, so that's good that you explained from that perspective. Yeah. But from that perspective as well, I mean, one of the most used tools in modelmatch.com is, is the casting. Um, and you did a lot of castings already on yeah. the platform. Uh, with the app or with the web, I don't know. Can you can you explain how that works and how the experience is? Yeah, I have I have made uh, both. I have posted castings on on the platform. It's great. It's super easy. You can you can actually um, ask for for things you you may need, you may want. Um, you can find different kind of profiles. I was surprised. Uh, one of the castings I I posted for something here in in Barcelona. I did for a brand. I got like 150 applicants just for this job, so it was it was amazing. And um, also the app, I think the app is is kind of the remote control of the model management account. Um, you can you can just go and see all of the applicants you have, and super easy. You can just uh, just by swiping right or left, you can select or discard uh, some of the of the applicants. So it's very easy. And then contacting with these people is super straightforward also. You just have to, to send uh, a message and, and make the agreement with these people. And um, right now, I think um, also in model management, we have the, um, the possibility for, for people to, to make smart contracts. And this is something that actually I, I have never paid enough attention to this part, but you cannot imagine how important it is. Because when, when you are uh, working with photography, with people's image, you need to be sure that you can do things with those images. Even if it's a collaboration, you need permission to, to use um, the, the pictures uh, or make videos or whatever you want. 
So right now, I think it's, it's super easy uh, to, to use, to manage uh, the app. I love it. It's, it's super easy to manage everything. And, and I get all my notifications, all, everything is there. So yeah, I really like it. Yeah, maybe maybe a bit of feedback about the, the contract. Um, you probably know Unsplash. Yeah, of course. It's a, a stock photography website. I mean, I think everybody knows it, um, where everybody can just upload photos and it's free. And uh, I read an article about that they also kind of let people, um, the people who upload a photo, confirm that they have the rights. Um, but many times it's like, yeah, it's, it's a friend of mine. It's okay, you know, like this kind of thing. Um, but there have been cases where they had big problems when a big company used the pictures from Unsplash. Uh, I think it's it's fine for like internal things, but when you really use a picture on your website for commercial use, make sure that it's not just like okay, it's my friend, it's okay. <laughs> get get this contract that yeah. that is exactly describing that you are allowed to use this image for one year, for five years, forever, in all media or only on internet or also print. And as you said, even collaborations, you wouldn't believe what happens out there and the technology. Um, there's companies right now who who are making money with telling models that they can get money from photographers mm. who use their picture. They so they, they yeah. just scan the face of the model and see every picture on the web that's out there. And they automatically, with a bot, write emails to photographers, hey, we have seen that you use this picture, you don't have the right, so we have to pay it 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 euros. If you don't pay it in the next two days, this will happen. Um, and and that's, that's a the sad reality. I, I would. I hate that it's like that, but it's the reality, and that's why, uh, independent if it's on modelmensch.com or on any other platform, if it's in real life with a paper, make sure when you after the shooting or ideally before the shooting, you make an agreement with the model that appears in the picture that you can use the picture and what you can use it for. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent agree. You don't know how important uh, this is, and and we are used to just go and shoot and use the pictures and. This should not be like this because you can you can get in a lot of troubles for this. Yeah. It's it's called a, a model release, or in, in our case, the smart contract includes yeah mm -hmm. something similar. It includes a release, but also all other conditions like payment, uh, whatever is agreed, and it's it's digital, so it's very easy to do it. It's uh, yeah. it's legally uh, backed up, so you don't have to get to a lawyer. You just can use this contract, and at the end, you you're covered with yeah. all the shootings. All right, Danny, that was, was great. I think a great uh, 360 degree view about <laughs> not all your life, guess, but the, the life that's relevant for, for more than models as a photographer, as, a, as an assistant, as a portfolio photographer working for clients like Samsung and a digital marketing expert who can give advice to photographers. And you have really good advice. I love the three points you, you made. And, uh, and yeah, since a year or two uh, involved in, in modelmention.com and helping the platform to to get a voice of photographers and and um, improve the features the products the way it's built so the photographers also uh, like it more and more and and can take advantage of it and uh, that brings us to the last part of the podcast um, which is always number one is the questions and then comes the thank you part <laughs> most of the people uh, know that who listen to this podcast so the question um, is always one that you get from a guest who was on the podcast before. Um, you can ask, uh, you can start answering this question or you can also ask a question for the next guest where you want to start with. Uh, we can we can um, reply to this first to okay. answer, answer this question. Okay, 
So, so the question from the last guest, um, I don't have the name, but if you if we publish this in the right order, you will know it's a her. She asks, how would you help the world grow to be a better place post pandemic? <laughs> well, um, I'm very focused right now in 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 the photography and the modeling industry in general, the fashion industry in general. And uh, I think um, I'm helping right now to make uh, the world of the people who is involved in this by giving them tools and possibilities to to make a living out of the things they want to do. And this is part of, of the job I'm doing every day to help these people to get better opportunities and, and to make a living. After COVID, a lot of people uh, were struggling, and we know that, uh, not only for for um, different things or, or conditions, illness, but also because of the, um, the possibilities and the money. And right now we need to kind of be together and help each other to to grow again and to build something nice again. So I think I'm helping right now these people with the things I do. Finding new opportunities exactly. and, and making their life after a difficult time for the photography industry and production in general. Yeah. Great. And what is your question for the next guest? My question, uh, okay, for, for the one who is coming after me, I would like to know uh, how do you see uh, the role of social media in the next five years in your uh, industry? Mm -hmm. The next five years? Next five years, of course. I want to, to know what they think. In that industry, in the photography in their industry? their industry, I'm not sure who is coming next time. <laughs> if it's a photographer, I would like to know. <laughs> no, it's not a photographer. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, but it's a she again. So she, then Danny, then another nice, interesting woman. Um, very, very exciting guest as well. Like I, I hope that we can say that from from all my guests. I, I think it. That's why I invited you all. <laughs> but I hope that my audience also understands why I did it. Um, yeah, and then the last part now, uh, the, the thank you moment. I don't know if you heard the other podcast. I guess you did, and you know what it's about. So it's about a collaboration we do with a project called SoHappy.org, mm -hmm. So-Happy.org is the website. It's about being grateful or be grateful now. It's about if you are grateful and if you say thank you um, to somebody, you make this somebody happy for, for sure, but you also make yourself happy because being grateful makes you a happier person um, that's scientifically proved and I think if you really um, if you really practice it and and um, every day are aware of things that we should be thankful for starting with that we have something to eat something to drink the basics that we have family friends uh, we have a house to live we have a job there's so many things we can be thankful for and and then of course thankful to people who are good for us who are helping us to become a better person who supported us in moments where we needed support who are just there so there's so many reasons to say thank you and i love this project because it encourages you to do that and it encourages you in a way which is very specific so on the website you can decide who you want to thank you to and and how you can do it with a video so just like take your mobile phone say hey thank you da, da, da. i did this thank you very much uh, hopefully a bit better than i did just now <laughs> a bit more with more soul Upload it to the page and then they send it to the person you want to thank for to and it's a super nice surprising moment for that person. I've seen reactions when people got this video and, and there were almost some sometimes tears in their eyes because they don't expect it. 
and uh, and so often we we don't say thank you, but we think it. We think like, oh, we didn't really do it, and this person doesn't know. Or you can also just send a postcard, um, which, by the way, is also a collaboration with my postcard, um, the website. Um, so you can also choose a postcard and then upload a picture, write something, and it, they will send a postcard to that person that you will say thank you to. As we are not a postcard or not my postcard and we are not a video platform, but we are a podcast, <laughs> um, I want you now in this last minute or however the time it takes to say thank you to somebody directly. But um, as this is beautiful and deserves not more than silence afterwards and not my words, I already say goodbye to everybody. Thank you very much, Danny, for being a guest, for all your advice and all your experiences shared with us. And this is your moment to say thank you. Okay. Well, um, actually, I, I I think that there is not just one person I would like to to thank, and I, I have couple in my mind, so I will I will go for it because there's there's like two or three people that I think are super relevant. So first, uh, I think um, these people have been super nice mentors for me and and have helped me to to become um, what I am right now. Some of them helping me or teaching me things about my industry or or this photography field. But some others like um, giving me uh, support in moments where where I need it. So different different kind of thank you. So first I would like to thank you to to Carlos, the first photographer I worked with. It was hard um, for for both of us. Uh, because I, I was super new in in photography and and he was super experienced, but he he was so patient with me and 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 he was teaching me all of the time about photography and a lot of the things I know now uh, it's because of him. Um, then I have Alan. This is the guy who actually opened the doors of uh, of the modeling agency in Mallorca for me. So he was the one who who said, okay, I I want this guy. Um, he's from Argentina, so so it was like uh, I don't know. I think Latin American power. So <laughs> so he he um, yeah he said yes in a moment I needed. And then a friend of mine in Mallorca, uh, Jacinto. I was living with him uh, when I was back in in Mallorca, and he was uh, an incredible support for me because he he was this this friend just just there listening all of the issues and the, the struggles and everything I had. So uh, yeah, they, well, I, I for sure can find <laughs> a ton of people more, but I think these, these three guys have uh, made a lot for me. So thank you very much, guys. And that was all for today. Don't forget to rate the episode if you liked it and stay tuned for what's coming next. It's sound